What up, guys? James from Bolt Bros. Hey, wanted to be able to chat about Austin Eckler's interview that he had recently on the Green Light with Chris Long's podcast. Pretty interesting insight about this whole situation with his contract being asked to be traded and such. So let's get into it and chat about it. Bolt Bros, let's go. So we all know kind of what's going on uh, and what we've been hearing about with Austin Eckler and uh, having him basically just say, hey, look, I need a new contract or get me out of here kind of thing. And, you know, I don't think it's truly complete story to it, everything. But, um, you know, it is one of those things to think, you know, we've talked about Bijan Robinson potentially being a guy at 21 that we might draft. Uh, might be one of those guys that we ended up going to, just filling in with a younger guy all around. Austin Eckler is going to be 28 going into the season. A lot of running backs kind of, kind of break down after about 30. I mean, Austin Eckler is an absolute beast. I mean, there's no doubt about that. He's an awesome player. Great story. Homegrown, undrafted guy that basically has now turned into RB1 for us. But is he really truly an RB1? We'll talk about that a little bit more, but let's... Let's get into the article here and talk about uh, what kind of what he said and just kind of really, really basic kind of stuff here that I'm just going to just kind of go over with on it. But basically, Austin Eckler has a great relationship with the Chargers, but relentlessly pursuing opportunity for a better deal. So, you know, he really just wants to get a contract extension somewhere. He wants to be able to long term contract somewhere. He wants that third contract. And, you know, frankly, when he initially signed his contract at $24 million. I think 15 million of that was uh, pretty close to uh, guaranteed money all around. I thought, man, four-year deal, 24 mil for Austin Eckler, who's producing at a really high level. I felt like, man, he were kind of getting a good deal on this guy. Um, I feel like the initial contract was, we were shortchanging him at that point now, but we're now at a point where he's 28. So like I said, a lot of running backs start breaking down at 30. It, is it going to be something that is worth, say, a three-year contract or an extended four-year contract or whatnot? Austin Eckler takes a great deal of care in his body, makes a massive difference. But, you know, look, I'm a, way above 30. Uh, I know what 30 feels like. I know what 30 <laughs> feels like as a body where you kind of feel like you got to uh, – pull in your back all of a sudden you got kinks in your body it doesn't recover as well it takes a lot more toll on your body especially playing in the nfl about keeping your body healthy and keeping it uh you know peak performance per se you could do everything in the world but things could also just break down real easily for you so basically what i'm trying to say here is that eckler is just clarified he has nothing to do with the organization but simply a desire to get paid based upon his value more or less. I think it's really important to put it out there. Like it's, it's not like, Oh, I hate the charges. I need to get out of this organization. I need to leave. That could be further from the truth. I'd like to stay if it were under the right circumstances. And, and you know, it's obviously, it's really just about money at this point. Hey, uh, well, he wants to be a long-term position uh, with the chargers. He wants to be able to stick with us. It, it's a tough situation all around there. You know, He's got one year left. He's contract contractually obligated to play for them for the upcoming year. So it's even if it's a situation where he doesn't get traded or anything like that, he's going to play out his contract regardless. So 
the thing about it is, is where would he even want to get paid? How much would he want to get paid, by the way? Because like it, you kind of think about it like he's getting paid a little bit over six million dollars, give or take. You know, that's not a bad chunk of change. I'll take it all day. You know, get me in the backfield, coach. Calling up Brandon Staley right now. <laughs> but where are some of the top running backs being paid at? I mean, is this where he wants? I mean, Christian McCaffrey at $16 million. I mean, he basically fleeced the Panthers with this contract, in my opinion. But Christian McCaffrey is an extremely solid running back. He is very similar to Austin Eckler, if you look at stats-wise. Uh, Austin Eckler has been more healthier than Christian McCaffrey, too. So is he looking for $16 million for a contract per year? I don't really know, man. I mean, it's weird to think about that. Alvin Kamara, he's a, is he considered an RB1? Yeah, he does have the ability to catch, but he's run first. Ezekiel, run first, pass second, 15 million. Dalvin Cook, run first, pass second, catching passes, 12.6 million. Derrick Henry, 12.5 million. He is an absolute beast. We know where he's at. Um, 1,600 yards plus basically every single year. I mean, he almost could have got to two 2,000 yard base seasons absolute beast nick chubb beast i mean these guys are like true like running backs in my opinion christian mccaffrey is the one that's closest to austin eckler but is he really just kind of a wide receiver three for the chargers i mean he's an absolute stud going back to when his initial contract that he signed with the chargers i was thinking he should honestly play as a slot guy for us he should just be a wide receiver three he does a great job of running routes and to be able to to work the open field and have people miss tackles so i personally think that's kind of where he is and positioned as a running back. So um, going to the video here that he had, um, this is on Chargers Pulse. They kind of pulled down some of the highlights from the Greenlight uh, podcast and everything too. So just kind of listen into it a little bit. Oh, I hate the Chargers and I need to get out of this organization and and I need to leave. Like that's that's couldn't be further from the truth. Like I would like to stay if if it was under the right circumstances. Um, and obviously I have one more year on my contract there. So I'm contractually obligated to play for them for this upcoming year. Um, and so we're in a situation where it's like, look, we have no guarantees or anything like that this year. Yep. So kind of in a spot where, you know, I've been outplaying my contract and, you know, we might have an opportunity to go seek out other options, you know, um, that, you know, and the thing about it is, is that I do appreciate say, for instance, with, uh, Tom Telesco and Brandon Staley. And I think Brandon Staley really gives his players like, Hey man, like if you really want to go out and look around for some other contract, or if you want to go to some other team, by all means, go ahead. No problem. You could totally do that if you would like. And I think it's kind of nice that you have a coach that will give them that opportunity. So for instance, Parham, he was kind of that thing. Hey, go look around, see what you could find. Found, didn't find what he wanted. So then basically he ended up coming back to the Chargers. I think I heard it's a two-year deal, ironically. It's just kind of crazy. But um, but yeah, Parham's one. Brandon Fajoko, we'll see where he is. I mean, who knows if he's going to end up trying to get, you know, to be a starting defensive tackle somewhere. He's an absolute stud, really, really good person in the locker room all around. But is he going to get the kind of money he's going to, he's asking for? Who knows? Um, but, you know, Austin Eckler, he's it's not like he hasn't produced. I mean, the guy is an absolute stud all around, 40 plus touchdowns or 40 touchdowns last two seasons. That's at a record pace. It's a record, record pace to be able to do something like that. It's phenomenal. Um, but he has definitely outplayed his contract for sure. Um, I've been saying the Bears have been a really, really good option all around um, for Austin Eckler. I think he'd be a great safety blanket for fields out there. Um, having DJ Moore over there too, I think that really building something good. And they have a ton of capital for draft class. So 
I think that's kind of one of those things that I think he would be phenomenal with the Bears. Um, will they pull the trigger? I'm not sure. Lions are another one that I thought about too. I mean, they didn't pay, pay Jamal Williams, who was one of the top touchdown leaders last year. Would they be willing to put a bigger contract towards Austin Eckler? Who knows? But we'll see where it all pans out all around with this situation. But, hey, he, he's he got a year with us. We'll see what happens. Let's keep, keep going through some of these videos. Look, I can't play forever. You know, I think I could play for a long time, um, just the way I play and the way I treat myself and my yeah. mentality. You know, there's not a lot Absolutely. of 5'8 running backs doing what I'm doing. Yeah. And there's a, there's a reason behind that. It's, it's more so, mostly right here. Um, you know, you know, been, you know, able to, you know, skirt, um, the injury bug. But for me, it's like, okay, if there's an opportunity to get more value, then why would you not, um, jump on that? Yeah. You know, like, why would you not go, go at least try out? I mean, bottom line, Austin Eckler just wants to be able to have more money. He, he feels like he's worth more. And I get it. I've done that with my personal career where I've moved on to other companies because I felt like I was worth more and I totally, totally get it. And contractually yes we're getting a bargain for him um he's an absolute stud as a running back he's an absolute stud as a pass catcher for sure and so i get it he's just looking to find something that feels like he's getting paid what he's worth and and i completely 100 get it you know he's a 5'8 running back that's kind of a different size of a running back i mean even go to say like a philip Lindsay, who's about the same size small guys kind of don't last a long time in in the nfl but austin eckler is built different that's for dang sure so we'll see if he gets that trade value is it just compensation or is it just like a mixture of all these factors for me it's like look uh i've been playing in la six years um if it was a different city i like i wouldn't care like i really don't care the city i play for i know whatever team that i'm on yeah. i'm gonna bring value you need me to catch the ball you need me to run the ball I'm obviously going to score you a bunch of touchdowns like that. That's not going to be the issue. So I'm, I'm pretty much a plug and play to, I feel like any type of organization. Um, and so there's no right now. I, I don't really have that, that freedom. I don't have that freedom to think of that yeah. because I'm so pigeonholed. Yeah. Um, and so I haven't really thought, cause I'm not a free agent. Yeah. I'm not a free, if I'm a free agent, then it's like, okay, like, let's look at, you know, let's look at the free yeah. agent survey that we made. Let's mm -hmm. look at, you know, all these other factors that play into it. But right now it's like, okay, who has the situation right now? Because they would have to trade picks for me and restructure. Mm -hmm. um, who's willing to do that? Mm -hmm. Really? That, that's the only thing I, I don't have an option. There's no yeah. other option. Yeah. It's to me, the way that I hear that is like, yeah, it's 100% money. He just basically wants to be able to have a longer term. He wants to get paid more straight up. Um, and yeah, it makes it difficult when it's a team has to give up picks for him. And I mean, if you go back to the Christian McCaffrey trade that the Niners did with uh, the Panthers, I mean, they gave up a boatload of picks for him and uh, they had to pay his big contract too. So it is really, really a difficult situation. So they have to give up picks. They have to pay the player. It's a lot to go in. Once again, the Bears are a good choice. <laughs> there's no, there's no, I feel like there's no timeline on yeah. it. Like, yeah. look, man, like I'm, I'm so underpaid right now yeah. as far as my contract and what I contribute to the team. It's like, I am, I am relentlessly pursuing this. Like yeah. I, I want to get something. Yeah. I'm going to shorten up that one a little bit too, because the thing about it is he's relentlessly pursuing it. I, you know, and there's a lot of people out there. Um, and I, I mean, I, Reports wise, I haven't really heard of a whole heck of a lot of teams that are actually looking at this yet. And he did talk about it earlier. It's there's no timeline on this thing. So I do think that there's a chance that it could be something even during the draft that there could be a trade. Um, there could be uh, it's going to be leading up to the draft. Maybe that some teams think, hey, man, maybe the best bet is not to go after one of these rookie running backs, but to go after an Austin Eckler who will produce heavily for us all around. Guarantee wherever he's going to go, he's going to produce. He's going to be a running back one kind of guy. 
and definitely in fantasy, one of the top running backs to go after too. So I think all around, he's a great value all around for a team that needs a guy to produce. And you know, what, what is it if just a three-year extension for him? You get him for until he was about 32, you know, would he be able to be able to live through that? Who knows? Um, and then not break down who knows? Um, but I think that if you do kind of a front loaded contract for Osnickler, it could be a huge thing for that team, uh, for the, for the ending of his contract, say in the next two or uh, three to four years, if they need to move on from him, his body breaks down, but absolute stud all around, no timeline on this. It's going to be something down the road. Uh, so we'll see where it goes. Like I, I 100% get it. Like there is more risk within paying running backs. But when you have yep. a running back that makes it through the season, is able to contribute, like it's so much value to your team and gives you so much more depth to what you yeah. can do as an offense um, that like, it's like there's more value than what I think has been given out to, um, you know, some of these guys you talk about get franchised. Um, and so it's also been unfortunate because of some of the bigger injuries to some of these guys. And so I get it, you know, and I've been, I've been thinking about ways I'm like, man, is it like a different, is it like, is it like, what is it like shorter contracts? Like, what do we got to do to get paid as running backs to our actual value and not just be getting like, you know, a few mil when we're out here, like I said, literally scored 20 touchdowns last year, 1600 all purpose yards, right? Like, and I can't get an extension. You're like, you don't want me here. Like, yeah. like <laughs> wait a minute. I'm, am I missing something here? I'm, like, what am I missing? So it, it's confusing yeah. and frustrating at the same time. Like I, and it's a tough thing. I mean, a lot of running backs, Andrew has talked about it. A lot of running backs out there basically, you know, aren't uh, aren't valued as much anymore. I mean, I think the Isaiah Pacheco uh, situation with the Chiefs kind of opened up eyes. Seventh round guy that basically lit it up. Won a Super Bowl with the Chiefs last year. You know, it's you could find talent all throughout and you could find and is kind of a a, a position that you could always find somebody else kind of thing. It's kind of almost like how kickers were back in the days. You know, even to still this day, you could always find another kicker. You could always find a guy who kick a ball through the field goal posts. And I don't know if it's kind of getting to that same point with running backs now, but it really seems that way. Even to say like uh, Saquon Barkley got a, a franchise tag versus getting an extension of some sort. Um, they decided to extend Daniel Jones. I mean, Saquon Barkley is a stud. He played phenomenal last year. So it is one of those things. It's almost like he's vouching for the running backs out there. Hey, how can I get paid? A guy that's paid playing the way I am. I'm playing at a high level here and I can't get paid like these other dudes. Man, it's crazy. I, I personally think this contract should have been uh, talked about a year ago, in my opinion, with Osnickler with the Chargers. But that's that's his business, not mine. Um, so let's move on. Well, it's uh, almost like you should be classified different. Yeah, I love this. Yep. Like than yeah. just the running back, you know what I mean? Because of everything yeah. you do in the past game, and obviously, like when you talk about value of a team, red zone's so important. And anytime I'm watching yeah. the Chargers, I'm like, all right, get the ball to Austin. Like we're down here on the goal line. Yeah. I feel. And so this is a great point, and I love what he said on this one. Is that look, classify him as a different running back. I mean, is he a Christian McCaffrey? I feel like that is the classification of what Austin Eckler is. But I do think that Chris Long's kind of basically saying like, hey. I think you're classified almost as a wide receiver in a sense. And he talks a little bit more about that in the video that he's like, Hey, look, you could probably be looking at more wide receiver based money in a sense, um, more than a running back kind of situation. Like I said, when his initial contract was signed, I felt like he should have been more a wide receiver 
because he catches the ball very well. He does very well with the ball in his hands, eludes tackles, um, you know, all those kind of things. Yards after catch. He is one of the tops in the league for that. So it is kind of those things that I've always felt like Austin Eckler is more of a wide receiver three more than an RB one. And go back to those guys that are in other other teams, Chubb, Kamara, um, Henry. Those guys are just guys that want to run the ball first. They're run ball, run the ball first, pass second kind of situation. Austin was quite the opposite. I mean, got over a hundred some catches last year. I mean, broke the record and has the record for running backs, catching the passes, uh, catching passes in a year, beating off uh, LaDainian Tomlinson, which is crazy to think. So moving on. Would that excite you if you stuck around? Yeah, man. I'm so excited to come back. Yeah. You know, like as far as playing the actual game, yeah. like like I'm ready to go back. I'm ready to go. Yeah. Like I said, I'm ready to go score another 20 touchdowns for this organization. Get us back to the playoffs because we got some unfinished business. Yeah. You saw what happened to us in Jacksonville. Like, and that's still yeah. wherever I am, I'm bringing that same energy. Yeah. Like th- these boys better be ready because I got I got 27 to zero on my mind. and We lost that game and we got to get back. Right, we got to get back because we have so much more, especially with the Chargers, so much yeah. more on the plate that we can go out there and do. We have so much more talent. We should have made a way deeper run, right? Yeah. We had way too much, way too many inconsistencies, right? Way too many inconsistencies. And some of it came down to injuries, things like that. Some was, you know, just growth in some of our players. And so it's like, yeah. look, we got. I'm putting pressure. All pressure is on 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 everyone, whatever team I'm on. Yeah. You know, if it's a Chargers, so be it. I'm bringing that energy, and so. Yeah, man. I mean that that gutted. The fans, um, <laughs> I was with the Bolt Pride guys, 602, and man, it was just, it was high fives for the first half and low lights for us all at the end. I mean, people just disappearing and leaving the restaurant early, and um, it was tough for us, and it's tough for the players, I'm sure, even further to be able to have something like that happen on field. And in Austin Eckler, it's, he's always going to produce. He's always going to be that guy that wants to go out there and give it his all, and he he has such a good, strong mentality all around on how to play this game. And there's no doubt that he's a great running back. Um, and I would love to be able to have him back here. And I, I, personally, in my opinion, I think he will be back. I don't think that there's going to be a trade that's going to happen anytime soon. But I could be wrong. I mean, who knows? Maybe something change, changes this week or leads up to the draft. Who knows? There are teams out there that would go for it. And so going back to, like, say, for instance, um, um, Melvin Gordon. Remember when Melvin Gordon wanted his big contract? I think he wanted 10 to $12 million, I think. And I think we did even offer him a $10 million contract, and he declined it. He wanted like a $12 million contract. So we're like, all right, man, you can walk. We'll just give Austin Eckler some money, sign him to a four-year $24 million contract, and, and we'll be fine with that. And I think we've done well with that. And you can see Melvin Gordon has been back and forth, Broncos, Chiefs, uh, for his last four years of his contract, or three years it's been. Um, you know, it's it's kind of a tough thing. I. Melvin Gordon, did he produce like Austin Eckler? Not it, not close at all. Not close at all. I mean, there was a year he didn't even get touchdowns. So bottom line, Austin Eckler's a stud. I'd love to have him back. I'd love to be able to find some way to work with him on this. I, I did want to kind of pull up just a quick view, and I would like to go deeper dive at some point on our salary cap situation. I'm going to talk a little bit about what it's currently at right now. I mean, currently for 2023, we're at 16 million team cap space that we could spend now once again nine million give or take 10 million of that could be something that we have to spend on draft picks and especially if we have to sign draft picks um and say austin Eckler does get traded i mean we do end up getting because the other team will be picking up that money 
Austin Eckler currently, it would be about $6.25 million towards the cap. That would actually jump right back into this pool. So we'll be back over the 20-something million dollar range. So we'd have a pretty good chunk of change to be able to spend. So it'd be about $22, $23 million. So we'll end up having roughly about $13 million to be able to spend on free agents at that point. Um, obviously, we've got to pay draft picks too. So either which way, those are lower contracts. The thing about it is, is like we have money right now to be able to put in Austin Eckler in there um, and to be able to get an extension. Do we do that? I'm not really sure. Um, I do think that you got to think of like a safety position. If we're going to go after John Johnson, you know, that's going to tap into that money a bit too. Now, 2024 is a bigger thing here. We're already 8 million over the salary cap. Now the salary cap can adjust. Maybe it adjusts maybe to about 5 millions over the salary cap, but we got a lot of money tied up in our players here. And on top of that, our fifth year option for Justin Herbert will lock in, which is about $26, $27 million. So <laughs> we're going to have a lot of issues next year for salary cap. It Going into 2025, I mean, it's a totally different team at that point. Um, we've got $164 million to spend. We could always kick the can down the road, but at some point you got to pay that bill, right? And so bottom line, we are looking at a lot of different things here. Um, we are looking to be able to see what's going on with Austin Eckler all around. Um, 2024, like I said, it looks really bad. I mean, it's going to be tough for us. There's going to be a lot of shifting. Once again, they could kick the can down the road if they like. Uh, but currently at 2023, there's some space here, but how are we going to do it down the road? How are we going to pay him in 2024? So either which way, I'll dig a little bit more into this whole cap situation all around down the road, guys. Um, but it's an interesting situation with Austin Eckler. I do think that he'll be back here with us next year. I do think that we will be able to have him once again with his team and produce very highly with us. I do hope that there's some sort of negotiation or something that we could really make sure he stays with us. I mean, it's a great story to be with us, but we'll see where it lands, guys. I mean, there's a lot of whispers about going after Bajan Robinson at 21. And, you know, honestly, if we do get him at 21, that really means and seals the deal that we're going to end up just going on without Austin Eckler after this season if he sticks around. So either which way, guys, just want to hear you guys' comments. Want to talk with you on this. Comment, like, subscribe. Let us know about what your guys' thoughts is on Austin Eckler. Absolute stud. No doubt about that, guys. Um, but interesting situation all around. So appreciate you guys. Bull bros. Let's go.